Welcome to From Ashes to Beauty with John Ortberg. Each day, Monday through Friday, you'll find 10 minutes of relevant spiritual guidance on the kind of people we are becoming. Follow us on YouTube at becomenew.me or receive daily text alerts when a new episode is published by texting the word BECOME to the number 56525. Invite a friend to listen along by sharing this podcast or sharing the link becomenew.me. We're glad you're here. And now, here's John. I hope you had a good weekend. I had a wonderful weekend. I'm so grateful for it, for all of the fresh challenges that keep coming. My friend Chuck, Chuck of the Fifth Hallelujah, flew out from Georgia, and we were together, and my family got together, and I was reminded of what an unbelievable gift friendship is that we can never take for granted. And how good it is that I get to share this with you, that we can be the fellowship of the withered hand, and that we actually are journeying from ashes to beauty to God. And I'm very excited about these moments today. We're, we're learning uh, these days to become entirely ready to ask God to remove our character defects. And I want to focus on that little phrase, to ask God. This is not a do-it-yourself project. This is something only God can do to remove my defects and yours. And there's a story. It's by an author, C.S. Lewis, from a book called The Great Divorce kind of an allegory of this that I want to invite you now to pray and ask God to put yourself in this story. It pictures a man who has been thinned out, kind of dehumanized, as we all are, by character defects, by sin, and until he looks almost like a ghost. And he wants to go on to the mountains, and they represent God, life, resurrection. But there is this repulsive little kind of lizard on his shoulder, and that represents desire, lust, it could be anger, greed, pride. And the question is, will he ask to be rid of that so that he can be free to move forward? Or will he choose to go into the darkness? And here's how the story goes. Off so soon, said a voice. The speaker was more or less human in shape, but larger than a man and so bright, I could hardly look at him. Yes, I'm off, said the ghost. Thanks for all your hospitality. But it's no good, you see. I told this little chap, here he indicates the lizard, he'd have to be quiet if he came, which he insisted on doing. Of course, his stuff won't do here, I realize that. But he won't stop, I shall just have to go home. Would you like me to make him quiet, said the flaming spirit, an angel as I now understood. Of course I would, said the ghost. Then I will kill him, said the angel, taking a step forward. Oh, look out, you're burning me. Keep away, said the ghost, retreating. Don't you want him killed? You didn't say anything about killing him at first. I hardly meant to bother you with anything so drastic as that. It's the only way, said the angel, whose burning hands were now very close to the lizard. Shall I kill it? Do you want to be free of these character defects? Well, That's a further question. I'm quite open to consider it, but it's a new point, isn't it? I mean, for the moment, I was only thinking about silencing it, because up here, well, it's so damned embarrassing. May I kill it? There's time to discuss that later. We saw that prayer from Augustine a long time ago. Make me chaste, but not yet. Make me humble, but not yet. There is no time. May I kill it? Please, I never meant to be such a nuisance. Please, really, don't bother. Look, it's gone to sleep of its own accord. I'm sure it'll be all right now. Thanks ever so much. May I kill it? 
Honestly, I don't think there's the slightest necessity for that. I'm sure I shall be able to keep it in order now. I think the gradual process would be far better than killing it. The gradual process is of no use at all. Don't you think so? Well, I'll think over what you've said very carefully. I honestly will. In fact, I'd let you kill it now, but as a matter of fact, I'm not feeling frightfully well today. It would be silly to do it now. I'd need to be in good health for the operation some other day, perhaps. There is no other day. All days are present now. Get back. You're burning me. How can I tell you to kill it? You'd kill me if you did so. If I did not have my character defects, I would have no character at all. I would be nothing. I would be the hole in the donut if I did not have this pleasure left in my life. It is not so. Why, you're hurting me now. I never said it wouldn't hurt you. I said it wouldn't kill you. Oh, I know. You think I'm a coward. But it isn't that. Really, it isn't. I say, let me run back by tonight's bus and get an opinion from my old doctor. I'll come back the first moment I can. This moment contains all moments. Why are you torturing me? You are jeering at me. How can I let you to tear me to pieces? If you wanted to help me, why didn't you kill the damn thing without asking me before I knew? It would be all over by now if you had. I cannot kill it against your will. It is impossible. Only God can liberate. Only God can free. Only God can change us. But he will not do that apart from our will, apart from our surrender, apart from our permission. Have I your permission? The angel's hands were almost closed on the lizard, but not quite. Then the lizard began chattering to the ghost so loud that even I could hear what it was saying. And this is how sin speaks to us. This is how evil and temptation speak in my mind and in yours. Be careful, it said. He can do what he says. He can kill me. One fatal word from you and he will. Then you'll be without me forever and ever. It's not natural. How could you live? You'd be only a sort of ghost, not a real man as you are now. He doesn't understand. He's only a cold, bloodless, abstract thing. It may be natural for him, but it isn't for us. Yes, yes, I know there are no real pleasures now, only dreams. But aren't they better than nothing? And I'll be good. I admit I've gone too far in the past sometimes, but I promise I won't do it again. I'll give you nothing but really nice dreams, all sweet and fresh and almost innocent. You might say quite innocent. Have I your permission? The angel said to the ghost. I know it'll kill me. It won't. But supposing it did. You're right. It would be better to be dead than to live with this creature. Then may I? Damn and blessed you. Go on, can't you? Get it over. Do what you like, bellowed the ghost, but ended whimpering, God help me, God help me, God help me. The next moment, the ghost gave a scream of agony such as I never heard on earth. The burning one closed his crimson grip on the reptile, twisted while it bit and writhed, and then flung it, broken-backed, on the turf. Oh, I am done for, gasped the ghost, reeling backwards. For a moment, I could make out nothing distinctly. And then I saw, 
between me and the nearest bush, unmistakably solid, but growing every moment solider, the upper arm and the shoulder of a man, and then brighter still and stronger, the legs and the hands and the neck and the golden head materialized while I watched. And then he goes on to describe, not only is the man resurrected from ghost to amazing humanity, but the lizard is resurrected from reptile to a magnificent stallion. And the man climbs the horse and they ride off to the mountains, to God, to life, to resurrection. And Lewis, who's watching this, says to his teacher, his spiritual guide in this story, I don't understand about it all. Am I right in thinking the lizard really turned into the horse? Aye, but it was killed first. You'll not forget that part of the story. I'll try not to, sir. But doesn't mean that everything, everything that is in us can go to the mountains. Nothing, not even the best and noblest, can go on as it is now. Nothing, not even what is lowest and most bestial, will not be raised again if it submits to death. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. Flesh and blood cannot come to the mountains, not because they are too rank, but because they are too weak. What is a lizard compared with a stallion? Lust is a poor, weak, whimpering, whispering thing compared with that richness of energy and, and desire which will arise when lust has been killed. And that is a story that I love, that I cling to that gives me hope, and I hope maybe it will for you, as we are on the journey from, from ashes to beauty, becoming entirely ready. And then as we continue this journey, we will ask God, would you remove these defects of characters? Would you crucify in us what needs to die so that we can be resurrected to what you want to live? I'll see you next time.